across by the way. It's once again me, we used to skin the uh, driver's seat and right in passenger, trying to go to station beds, as always. How was, yeah. how was your weekend as well? Yeah, really good actually. Tremendous? Yeah. Swimming? Was it swimmingly? I behaved myself. Had a trouble? Which yeah. we like. Uh, big show today, plenty of, massive show actually, plenty of guests and things to talk about, and you've done some research, I've noticed, which is going to be excellent, so we'll sort of sizzle that. First for this show. The solution is a full page of prepared notes, so that's excellent. Did research. Um, we'll go a bit of news up at the top, we'll get into it in a second, uh, you can look at some stuff on the computer there. Uh, yes, yeah, so we've got some news items coming up, sort of uh, some loose ends to tie up, a uh, bit of housekeeping, we've got a, uh, we've got Jeff again, of course, thanks to the crew, he'll be on, on board. Also, got uh, import defenseman Greg Garvey. Nice guy, tremendous guy, Chatter, so he's on the show as well. Good to get a hold of him too. Yep, so. and then uh, your research, your segment where it's just full of statistics and phone numbers and prices, so I won't tell you what that is exactly, we'll sizzle that. Wine style, eh? Wine style, that's... Well, let's get into some of the news now, shall we? We've got a, a wine style that's culminating very quickly. I think it's over in like a day or two. Mm. So it's fermenting. It, well, you enjoy a little wine. <laughs> um... We've all tasted the wines, or I have anyway, because I'm the, I'm the wine here of, of, of us two, and there's some there's some lovely uh, lovely beverages to be uh, to be purchased. Well, let's um, be honest, it probably will be a little late by the time you hear this. You'll, you'll probably be over, but no well, I reckon if you're into the sort of wine stuff, you've already put your order form in. But just for those that are sort of thinking, mm, not sure, kind of on the fence, I like wine, should I buy some? Not sure. Well, let's just get them over the board, over the. Uh, of the fence here and uh, get them on board. Um, I've tried them all. I uh, I still like the uh, number five cab so but I've heard that you've uh, you bought a couple of bottles of the Chardonnay. Well, if you've decided not to buy any of these wines, you've missed out. So pretty much, much. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> suck it, suck on that. Well, there you go. So, um, Wine self. But, uh, basically, the, the thing is, you got to get your order form in by Friday of this week. So. Uh, yeah, get onto it basically because it's worth yeah. it's worth getting involved with. It's yeah. lovely, and, um, lovely wines on all. Thank you to Prospect Wines in Camberwell oh. for providing us. Great people, great yeah. people, great people. The people out there in Camberwell, they do they, they do wines. They know wines. They do wines well. Mm. So they don't, they don't deal in crackers and cheese. They just deal in wines. And they're very good at it. They're very good at exactly. So that's uh, the wine. So that's the most immediate focus for us. But of course, on the yeah. weekend just previous, you were there. WA. You went to WA. Uh, how did we go? Did we look all right? Well, uh, how, and then also, how do the Western Australian boys play and how do they look as well? I think you took some great um, notice of their well, attire. Well, the experience was a great one. Apart from snickering at the name of the actual ice rink, thinking it's Cockburn, not Coburn. Yes, yeah, this it, it is uh, It's a soft. It's a soft. K. The STD Arena. Oh. I <laughs> uh, really should have retract that statement. But anyway. No, no. Um, yeah. Great experience for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, Crowder got some starts. He got two starts. Um, apart from his Canadian experience that he's had personally, it's probably yeah. his best experience of his career. Probably so of his um, young, young and young career. Yes. More, uh, more, more, more things to come for him. The Saturday game. What was the score? Overtime, five-four win to the ice. Yeah, it's really impressive. That um, scored because they were, you know, they were just, we were just nice. We just, you know, we were just mingling with the locals. Have a few beverages, so we didn't sort of take that much out of the game, but we noticed it was a 5 4 win to the ice. Yeah, and on tea. Sunday, we had another win, didn't 5 we? 3. Just three. consistency. Yeah, so, consistency uh, performance. Would have been really entertaining for the crowd, lots of goals. Um, packed, packed houses both games. And uh, with Australian hockey, packed houses, but then again, you know, the draw card. Melbourne Ice, you know, they don't pulls a big crowd. Ice, it always pulls a big crowd, Melbourne Ice. Yeah, it's real, you know, big big things in Perth on the weekend. And I've seen a couple of the footy, the bug of the footy, the, <laughs> the big the big the big item, the big ticket was the Melbourne Ice game. So, and uh, I did see in the photos that um one 
their rink looks a lot like ours, so they don't have first pick notice either. That, but, that. Um, so I feel sorry for them just as much as we do. Uh, yeah. And also, I did notice that their jerseys look really good. I'm not sure oh. where they got their jersey from. Oh. I liked it. I'm not, I'm oh, a Philly oh, I wonder fan. why. I wonder why you liked it. I know I'm a Philly fan. I'm a bit biased, but I really I liked it. I really wonder why you liked it. It was just um, it was I, amazing. I hope they have a team in the near future. That'd be really nice. Well, you know, talking to Stan last week, there is uh, there is some sort of. You know, murmurings, bit of, bit of, you Rares know, just, just the beginnings of, a, of, of discussions of dialogue to sort of get a, a Perth team in the, in the league, which would be nice. Yeah, I think yeah, I, yeah. That'd, that'd be nice. There's, there's obviously some talent there. I mean, yeah, you, were, um, you were impressed with the talent Team AWA put out. I think, I, think, I think they were impressive. Yeah, I think they did really well. Um, I noticed their goalie has some pretty good pads. I mean, basically, myself, so well, basically you know what he's doing. If, if you take the best of WA hockey and then chuck in a couple of imports, they'd be competitive with the Melbourne Ice. So, yeah. All in all, I think they did pretty well. Hmm. They did pretty well. So that was uh, the WHA. Well worth it, I and, think. And also well Success, worth the holiday, too, for the Melbourne Ice. Exactly, Play. exactly. Nice I, I, think, I think all those involved were labelled, labelled it a success. So yeah. What else have we got in the news quickly, Lee? Uh, before we go on to uh, the big one, uh, we must plug the presentation night that's coming up rather soon. The 21st of August, that's a Friday, uh, 7 p.m. for drinks, and then 8 for 8 p.m. for the sit-down dinner where you get main dessert, tea and coffee. It's going to be more than excellent. Um, you need to get onto the website and purchase your tickets ASAP, so you need to make sure you're there. They will be $35, which is bargain, considering what you're getting. Yep. Um, uh, you're getting a dinner, and you're getting free drinks. Well, you're getting pre- well seven seven o'clock sharp for your pre-drinks, and you're sort of you're mingling mm-hmm. in, a, in a in a standing upright position, and then at eight o'clock you move into more of a seated down sort of squatted position <laughs> on a chair, and you get to meet the players too. Exactly, look, meet players. You're gonna meet you're gonna well, you're gonna meet everyone basically. The whole crew. Jack will be there. He'll be, he's very approachable. Yeah. Brad Vai gonna be there. He's very approachable. Bring your merchandise along with you. Yeah. Look. Look. Yeah. Bring, bring bring your merchandise and a and a and a felt tip pen. Uh, it's gonna be uh, autograph crazy mm-hmm. for all the nice freaks out there. Nah, be just a great night. Just a good night to sort of yep, sum so up the evening. Get on that quickly. They they will um. Yeah, well, it's going to be, it's, you know, the Elgin in... You they know, will, I assume, sell that. Oh, well, will be, will be, so... Get so, to it. Um, exactly. That, 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 go to for and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then, of course, after that, mm-hmm. we uh, have now official finals packages. The finals yeah, package. Yeah, the website has a, a package. Lot on that. It's a um, package. Now, let me run through the package with you. Uh, it's a it's it's a full it's a full and what, and what a big package it is, Lee. It's a big package. Mm. It's a, it's a rather large package. Uh, basically, what you can do is you can sort of put all your sort of <laughs> final oh, stuff anyway, into yeah. uh, into one kind of thing. And what we can do here is we go to our nice website and you can download the order form, and you can sort of group all your things together. So you yeah, can group your tickets, tickets, merchandise, even chuck in the presentation night as well. It will be bundled together. And the orders need to be submitted by Thursday the 13th of August. That's very true, which is... Which is crap tomorrow. Yeah, which is fine. Or today. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. Put it on. Uh, look, I'm sure you can have a date, Grace. I think it'd be fine. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, tickets are $23.10 for each, the uh, semi-final and the grand final. And sorry, I lie. Sorry for the semi-final. And if you're bringing your kids along, it'll be 14 And it's 2860 for the, uh, the grand final the next day. Now... You can also, uh, for a small uh, price, uh, purchase uh, some merchandise so you can show your support when you're over mm. in Newcastle. All very reasonable prices. And you can also uh, get on board with uh, a spit roast and a barbecue with the rest of our nice fans on Lake Macquarie uh, the Saturday and Sunday nights. So 
Get on the Lost Dook website immediately. Check out the order form. See what see what's there that interests you, and uh, get on board. It'll be a fantastic weekend in Newcastle. And there's mm. more on Newcastle coming up later in the show, I believe. There is. Um, Which will sizzle. Just keep a pad of dry. Um, and the last thing on the news: the centenary hundred years yes. match after the game of against the Sydney Ice Dogs. Yes, that, on the, the that, that's, that's going to be worth seeing. So make sure you you clear the schedule that night for the Ice Dogs game and the rematch of the century. Yeah. And of oh. course, of course, the uh, gala dinner in October is still coming up, and it's, that's selling fast. So you want to get there quickly because there's there's tables going up on centre. Uh, hundred bucks, I think it is. Uh, no, sorry, hundred bucks. Oh, about 50 bucks, isn't it? I'm not sure, but we'll do our research. Uh, the website will tell you all about it. So it, is, it is 100 bucks for adults. Yeah. If we're wrong, just check the website. 100 bucks for adults, and that'll be a whole bunch of you know food and drink and mirth and entertainment. So that's the uh, that's the centenary gala dinner on the 10th of October uh, at Crack Casino for the 100-year celebrations of ice hockey in this wonderful state of Victoria. Hmm. Um, there you go. That's, that's pretty much the that's, news. That's the news. What we'll do is we'll... Uh, Thank you. I just say so every week we like I think our beautiful friends at Minifer, mm-hmm. um, IT with no not just any touch. It's personal it's touch. Personal. Pretty personal. Yeah. Not so inappropriate. Not, it's personal touch. Minifer do a great job for Melbourne Ice. Um, we also we have a a new sponsor. We're gonna um play in segment three. Yes. So we'll we'll get that dry as well. That's segment three segment sponsor. Three. This month's segment three. Oh. Is the Minifer with the hot podcast. I was getting a little eager. I won't be going to finally. A crew. Yeah. We'll uh, bring you Purpose Corner in a second, and that's uh, we up this very, very short break. And welcome back to Purpose uh, Corner now, thanks to the crew. The most eagerly anticipated part of us, but part of our show every week is the Chapter uh, Jaffa, and uh, this week was. Uh, like, like previous weeks, absolute ripper. I just firstly, uh, the uh, the holiday last week. Did you uh, do you enjoy the rest of your week in uh, in Mark River and Perth and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I did exceeded our expectations. There's no doubt about that. Uh, p- yeah. pl- plenty of plenty of wine consumed. It's a good place. Oh, yeah, I mean, plenty plenty of wine consumed, no doubt. Yeah, there was a bit of that, and uh, and just travel around and, and chill them out. You're right. Yeah, can't beat the wineries. No, exactly. Just just a nice little like getaway for uh, for you for yourself and the bride. It's a nice part of the world, brother. It I is. Yep, it was all good. It is. And then on to the uh, the actual weekend itself. The rumor is why you were there. Um, uh, because this was a bit different. It was a, a, a an exhibition game as opposed to a, a regular fixture. How did you sense the boys were going to approach the game? Did you get a feeling they were going to take a bit lighter, or how did you sense the boys were getting up for the game on the weekend, or the games on the weekend? Yeah, the expectations were uh, were different. You're quite right, and uh, and they varied because everyone's expectations uh, was the unknown. <laughs> we had no idea of what uh, what level they'd be at. Um, we didn't even really know true ring size. Uh, so yeah, we went in there with some. Oh, are we going to be competitive? Are we going to be dominant? Um, uh, do we want to win? That was the constant. Yes, we wanted to win. There was no doubt about that. So built from that, we just just catered for anything that came our way, and so the boys responded. And uh, yeah, so it was it was indifferent. I think if anything, I was more worried about the fact that the majority of them had flown over that morning and they'd been up since about four, so they were feeling pretty tired and, and leg weary. So that was more my concern because it's a big rink, a very big rink, and it's uh, it's, it's slow ice. So it was a bit like skating uphill a while. But uh, yeah, my only concern was, did the boys want to win? Yes, they did. So it was all good. So, so you sense that the boys, uh, the attitude towards the actual game was still very good. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which not, not a big miss in that. Um, 
Um, uh, you you took an interesting approach to the goaltending. You gave uh, Andrew Crowder a bit of a, a bit of a lot of time actually. Now, how did you see uh, his weekend? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, nervous to begin with, um, which was to be expected. Uh, first period, um, he came out of the net a bit, trying to play the puck so he could get himself into the game. Um, had to get used to the ice size, get new angle takes. Um, but to his credit, by the third period, he was he was humming. Uh, between the second and the third in the change room, yeah, you could tell he was starting to really enjoy the game. And, uh, yeah, he did from the third period on for the following game, for the following next three periods that he played. Uh, he just really enjoyed the whole experience. So it was great. It was, uh, it was just how it should be. You know, a bit nervous. Um, what's going on? Um, how am I going to do? And got through that little battle between the first and the second with his own demons and then just played some very, very good hockey and made some great saves, especially some good glove saves, very good glove saves. Quite happy with it, quite happy with it, and quite and pleased for him because uh, he deserved that, and uh, I'm glad he had that experience. And he, um, he did Melbourne Ice Brown. Were you, were you always going to give Andrew the two starts, or are you looking to originally give Stu a start? But of course, Stu didn't get a start at all during the uh, during the weekend. Yeah, no, it's, uh, the original thought was give Stu one um, and uh, give Andrew the second. So this, this worked out far better. It was uh, it was it was great. Stu needed a break. And Andrew needed uh, the net time, so it was great. Uh, it worked rather well, you would yeah. say. Yes, it did. Um, did you do much experimentation with, with lines and pairings, or did you see the weekend as a chance to refine and really try things, uh, really uh, back things you've tried before and, and get uh, some sort of continuity before the, uh, the, the, uh, the finals uh, come up? Yes, the first, first game... Uh... First period, definitely. What do we wanted to do? We just wanted to do what we've always done. So change nothing uh, and, and keep it simple, just so we can assess our opposition. Um, how, how are they? What do they do? do they play wide. Uh, how do they? What's their structure? So we just we started the game for the first period of just again just like a couple of boxes filling each other out, and uh, we were just getting angry. So we stayed to what we knew was tried and true. Yep. And then um, uh, during the game, we started to experiment a little, and and then on. on did you learn? I mean, what, what kind of uh, things did you try that worked? You think, yes, we'll use that later in the season or we might really pursue that uh, that pairing or combination? Well, on, on a big link, um, it was it was interesting to note when we were forechecking. Um, the first forecheck was not a problem, but his, uh, his, two, his two mates were, were just getting a little bit caught uh, backing up very slowly, watching, in other words. Uh, so it was, it was good. It, it's Again, it's a little rink, small rink mentality where, you know, you might have a system with your breaking and you might have a 1-2-2 two, two system. Um, when that's employed on a small rink, less of movement. Uh, on a bigger rink, more movement. So it's not so much the boys trying out new plays. It was doing doing what we already do, but doing it on a bigger rink. Yep. It takes, takes three or four strides more to get to the same result as you would in Oakley if you get Madrid. 
So it was more about just honing our skills on big ice, and it was great. That was the theme. The theme was, well, I'm big ice boys, this is a lot big ice before Newcastle. Let's work on it. And do you, do you know how confidence from that weekend that the big ice play uh, will, you know, is better now than it was before, which makes you better prepared for, for Newcastle later on? I believe so. I really do, because, uh, again, apart from pride, which was always there to win the second game, I mean, by the way, let me tell you, that first game, it was just great for WA hockey. Mm. It had everything, um, and it had a, what was it, a 4-4 end result yep. at the end of regular time. The crowd were right into it. Um, it was big for WA. And then to go to overtime, and, and we win in a, one, one minute 19, whatever, with the goal going in. It could have gone either way, although I think Andrew Andrews by far the stronger, stronger goalie, but it was just great for WA hockey, and the crowd really loved it. And, of course, Sunday's game with us, well, we thought, OK, now we know what our opposition is. Here are what our plays are, boys, let's just put them into play. And not, not as leg-weary, we came and delivered. And to that end, we did hone our skills. I believe we honed our skills uh, for what we're going to do um, uh, going forward, even though it's uh, Brisbane, even though it's Gold Coast on a small ring. But, uh, yep. yeah, it's still home uh, for Newcastle, no question. Um, a couple, I, th- I think, um, let's uh, believe that you took a couple of uh, non-roster players, I think like uh, Austin McKenzie might have the trip as well. Uh, those, is, is that correct? Yeah, Austin, that was a great, great experience. We had, um, yeah, a couple of late withdrawals due to work commitments. Yep. And, and that was fine. And so we thought, well, we had to ticket, let's work it. And it was great to promote um, young Austin. <laughs> he did himself well, too. He, uh, he worked in, in quite well. Uh, he worked in with Glenn and, uh, and Greg, and they looked after him. And, uh, and Greg and Glenn, as usual, provided a lot of forechecking defensive pressure. And, uh, and then, of course, they got the puck up to Austin, and uh, he made a couple of good shots, and he got into the game, and he enjoyed the experience. Um, yeah, you could tell by the look on his face, and, of course, uh, the way he was conducting himself, he was enjoying the experience. Uh, so would he be someone that you might look to uh, get on board in next year or so, or is he still a, a, a little way off? Still, uh, well, it, it, it's for him at, at that growth pattern at, at the age of 16. Um, it all happens, it all has been, and will continue to happen at a great rate of knots, but the answer is we'll just keep developing and see how yep. it goes and uh, see what works for that. I mean, his school will come first for sure, but yeah. by all means looking at that, good for development. Uh, and you mentioned before that uh, the crowd was uh, was good uh, in Perth for two games. How do you see the uh, the Western Australian boys as a whole? And if, if we're to sort of be you know a bit hypothetical sort of situation here, when I spoke to um, Stan Scott last week, he was sort of talking about the dream of a, a Perth uh, AIHL team. Do you see enough talent there to really warrant perhaps in the future a, a league team there? Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. If they um they operate on the same quota of us, which uh, allows five imports to play four. And um, some of their, their senior players, uh, their captain, Sam Bevan, uh, Del Basco in the Australian senior team, um, there's a couple of other good skaters in there. Um, yeah, they've got the nucleus. They've got the nucleus to build. There are maybe two, a couple of players that are a little bit, by their own admission, putting on a couple of kilos now hmm. into the tail end of their career in the late 30s, that's for sure. It's still hockey-wise, but not league speed-wise. But um, So the answer is they're, they're another 12 months off, no question. If they do what they're suggesting they do, which is have three exhibition teams, or sorry, two, three teams come over next year uh, for exhibition games, uh, then they would like to submit for 2011, which would make a lot of sense. Yep. And uh, yeah, they'd be perfectly, they'd be very competitive for that. Yeah, like like you said, throw a few imports in that side, and they'd be very competitive. So yeah, absolutely, it seems to make a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Um, looking uh, looking uh, forward to this weekend, it's where the uh, important stuff lies. Uh, a double a double header against the Blue Tongues. Uh, do you look at the standings much and sort of do the sums to sort of really kind of work out, OK, we, wouldn't, we need to get a result here because Gold Coast are third right now, Melbourne Ice being second. It's very important, these games against the Gold Coast in terms of your future in the standings. So do you look that far into it? Yeah, do, mate. It's, um, but, yeah, I do. I actually do try and do a well, Right, right of people that I do the maths, uh, the Josh and, uh, and Ian's of the world, and, uh, and suggest to me this is how it's going to be. And notwithstanding that, we go out to win every game, so uh, and that's the way it is. So we're here, yeah, we want we want Brisbane, we want them. Uh, so it's going to be a great, great two games actually, and going up with uh, three strong lines. And uh, looking forward to the looking forward to the task. But yeah, you know, we want them. Don't care where we end up, we want them. Because um, I've discussed this previously, that you kind of have a lot of expectation because you're still going to play uh, three games off before the final start, but almost sort of an expectation that uh, it'll be uh, you and Adelaide uh, avoiding Newcastle the first first uh, weekend of the or first day of the finals. Um, is that is that really important to you, or do you just want to look win as many games as, as you can? You don't really mind if you play in the finals at this stage. Yeah, no, it's, you're right. Um, said that earlier, and, and still think it. I still think it that um, I would like, I would like this scenario. And what am I basing it on? A little bit of feeling. Um, at the end of the day, if it's Newcastle, we take them. But yeah, in, in my mind, I've always liked the fact that if we finish third or second, and that means we play Adelaide. Um, that's 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 the way I would like it to go. Um, but doesn't happen, doesn't happen. But uh, that's the way I would like it to go. And I just think that uh, win every game and just see where the cards roll. But yep. first choice would be let's play Adelaide. Yep, yep. And uh, like Newcastle. Exactly. And uh, with, with, with the weekend, are you looking to sort of make any uh, changes this late? I mean, are, are you going to persist, for example, with Danny Burke on the uh, on the uh, the first line, if I can call it the first line? Yes, what we're, what we're going to... Yep, that's what we're having. We're having um, Liam, Matt and Jamie. Uh, then we'll have uh, Glenn May, Greg Sturick and uh, Travis. And then we've got Tommy Powell, who played very well in Perth, but um, the one that uh, really stood up was Michael Beaton. Yeah. Because uh, he's been he's been troubled with injury all, all year from an ankle injury, and then uh, with a virus that he just couldn't shake. And uh, last weekend he uh, really shook the shackles, and it was great to see him and Tommy combining again. So and so we had Tommy and um, Michael Beaton with Sean Jones. Um, and then looking to rotate Mitch in, in those lines as well uh, for some penalty, uh, penalty killing, etc. So forward line structure, very, very happy with and uh, a good base to build on going into the, to the tail end of the season. And is that, are those three lines now pretty set or can you see yourself doing a bit more fiddly before the finals or is that pretty much it now? Uh, well, well yeah, a bit of both there and I'm trying to hedge my bets but um, Andrew Taylor, he um, mm. killed his tendonitis. Which, which means that uh, I haven't got him for at least two weeks. Um, he's under, under physio and um, doing a lot of rehab, but certainly won't be skating. Um, so yeah. that's put him out of the equation at least for two weeks. Um, so the possibility is I'm going to look at Jack next week against Melbourne, uh, sorry, against the Ice Dogs. Yep. And then uh, based on that, but uh, Jack knows he's going to have to push someone out. That's not the case of him uh, in. So that makes it all competitive. These lines that are going up to uh, to the Gold Coast, yeah, they look pretty set and people are going to have to knock them out of the spot.
Yep. And uh, just uh, just finally, um, we've got a, a guy up at the Gold Coast, an import, uh, I think he's Canadian, oh, no, I know he's Canadian, uh, who just broke, he's uh, is, is broken the record for the most points scored in this league, uh, Brad Smolders. Uh, what's the plan? Because obviously he's that good, he needs to sort of uh, get some attention uh, from you guys. Yeah, the plan is, I meet him in the car park with a baseball bat. <laughs> he doesn't get to the ring. Well, well, okay, what's plan B if you can't play him in the car park then, if we can just talk it that way? you got to get him. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll pay him the due respect that he deserves, uh, but we're not going to give him any space. And that's a great challenge, isn't it? Isn't it a great challenge knowing that uh, I might be Michael Beaton and uh, my, my role this, this, this weekend, or certainly for a period of hockey, say, I want you to just nullify him. Mm. Great task, great challenge to put down. Maybe put down the three three odd players to try and do it over um, the three periods. Maybe three or four. Great challenge, but and not. And and the trick to this is to not take away our own offensive capabilities. Yeah. And, uh, and so it'd be good. Absolutely good. Oh, uh, just just with that, do you do you sort of uh, pick out a forward or a defenseman to sort of do that role where okay, Brad's on the ice, chuck out, say uh, well, I don't know a Keith or someone, or do you go no, nah, I want to pair Michael Beaton for example with him? Do you go with a forward or a defenseman when you're trying to nullify an, an opponent? Yeah, normally a forward. Okay. Yeah, normally a forward, um, and of course it depends on the line matchup. So there might be a person designated on each line depending on how it goes. And it's, uh, and it's got to be someone that's incredibly quick and can read the play because it's no different than any other sport, you know. It's um, your man up and they haven't got the puck. So it, it's t- not taking him away. As a puck carrier, um, that's what he'll do. And that's where we've got our defence and, and our forwards uh, back-checking to, to, to deal with that. But um, get him out there um, get him out there by himself just skating around Yeah. an option. That's when I want him. That's when I want him tagged. Yeah, because he's just that good. Which is, uh, I mean, what? I mean, you've seen him. You've seen him twice already. Why? What, what's his strength? Was it just an all-round game that he's got? That's just that yeah, brilliant. He's got great anticipation. Uh, great anticipation, and he's fit well by the defence. So we've got to cut that too. So that's why they're full checker. And it'll be interesting because this ring's the same size as us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it'll be a lot of uh, up and chase, crash, bash, one, one, two, two type game, I think. And um, it'll be, yeah, it'll, it'll be nullifying their opportunities. He's very quick. Exactly. He's quick with the, with the puck. So yeah, yeah, we're okay, we're up for it. He's only one person. It's no problem. That's the thing, exactly. And uh, and uh, at, at at the moment, you'd back uh, if you take him out of the uh, the lineup, it, uh, it's Melbourne Ice by plenty. But he's just a massive factor. So you've got to see uh, how. I think last time he had a couple of decent games, but obviously not not good enough because uh, most of their results have come off his you know six point games, which are just ridiculous. But yeah, exactly, mate. And I, I mean. Exactly, exactly. So I, uh, I wish all the best to nullify him and uh, and the team, and uh, hopefully you can get a good result because it'll make your life a whole lot easier if you can play the Ice Dogs, knowing that second or third is pretty much sewn up as opposed to having to fight for that fourth spot. So. Yeah, you're quite right, Lee, and that's um, I don't talk to you beforehand. I'll see you up at the car park after. <laughs> no worries, I'll, I'll bring the baseball bat. <laughs> good on you, mate. See you, mate. Uh, that was Paul Watson. Oh, that was Jaffa. Just doing something very sharpest and finest work. Very crisp as always. Very relaxed back from my... Very relaxed. Life. Just had a tremendous week. You know, him and, him and the bride just, you know, relaxing as they deserved. Uh, of course, now, uh, you know, away at the moment as we speak, but doing some very fine work. He'll be there on the weekend, of course, up in the Gold Coast for a big double header, which could really... 
uh, make sure that Melbourne Ice finish second or third and avoid Newcastle on the uh, first day of the finals. So, Stefan, thanks to a crew. A crew, Leeson, just do some... Yeah. Yes. Financial advisors? Yeah. Yep. But they're kind, kind of accountants for financial advisors. They're kind of two-pronged, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's humorous. It's um, very humorous. That was Jaffa. Thanks to the crew. We'll go another break and we'll come back with your segment three. This week brought to us by... Uh, they had no snap. Again, my phone here. <laughs> segment three brought to us this week. That's what I thought you said, but I wasn't listening. Um, segment three brought to us by... Chiropractic Solutions. Yes, now we'll get them to get plugged after the break. But I believe it's Chiropractic Yeah, no, it is Chiropractic. Yeah, so we'll go to a break. Anyway. We'll come back with your love for this particular organisation. What, what team was this? Um, this well, they called uh, 
They're actually called the Springbank Panties. I don't think you can print that. Oh, we'll, we'll try and, uh, we'll try and uh, neutralize them somehow. Okay. Yeah, this is Springbank kind of Junior C, but... That'll do. Um, yeah, we, we won a bunch of stuff there, and then the next year, the Junior B coach called a lot of us up, and then I was the only one that went and did that. And then I played two years there, and then I was my senior eligibility was up, but I sort of wanted to keep playing. I wasn't really done, so I came down here. Okay, so uh, I mean, as, as a Canadian, I would have thought the last place you'd think of to come play hockey would be Australia. So how how did you go from uh, playing hockey uh, in Canada to end up playing hockey here? Yeah, um, I, I I mean, I heard about the league I, when I was playing junior B. I sort of overheard somebody talking about having heard of it or something. I mean, not much at all. Yep. And it just sort of, that's sort of what I was looking for, was just somewhere to play. And so I, I just looked it up on the computer. And actually, it'd be two years ago now, the first time I, I sent an email to just everyone in the league. Yep. And when I, you know, the email would have said, I won't be coming for two years. So nobody got back to me except for uh, Josh. And so I just sort of stayed in touch with him until this January when I said, I'm coming. Okay, so yeah, um, the, the, the most previous two years, what was your what was your hockey uh, outlook again? What, what, the last two years of hockey, what were you doing exactly? Uh, I was playing junior B. Yeah, that's what I thought. So basically, you waited till that was finished, then bang, came over to play yeah, hockey I, here. I waited. Well, mostly I waited for my university to finish, which was a which was finished just after last season would have started. Oh, okay, what, what did you do with uni? Uh, I did um, bachelor of commerce. Oh, nice one, nice one. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, I did. Do, do, do you see yourself uh, ending up some, in some sort of commerce uh, occupation uh, down the track? Uh, I don't know. I, I did. I worked in an office for a while. Um, uh, while I was going to school, like, I was an intern a few summers. Yep. And I didn't really like that. Um, I After doing that two summers, last summer, I went and worked uh, in horse racing back home. Okay. And then... Um, did some horse things. Uh, well, since I've been here, I've been making a living teaching or uh, tutoring at Monash University. Oh, nice one. Nice one. And what, tutoring on commerce? Uh, yeah, accounting and finance. Fantastic. So, you, what, and is that something you really enjoy or is it just a case of need something to do, need to pay the bills? I, I've sort of just fallen into it. I did it. When I was in school myself, I had a teacher, a prof that asked me to do it and then I came here and I... I actually was, I got off the train at the call field to go to the race course, see what horse job. Yeah. And I just saw the Union Cross, so I went in, the next thing you know. Oh, fantastic. A bit of a fluke. Yeah, and so I, I yeah, I like it. My parents are both teachers, so I kind of think I come by it that way, but. Do you reckon that would be something you want to pursue more seriously later on, or is it just a case of it's here, it fits? Uh, it might be. I, uh, You're open I to know. it. You're open to it. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Nice one. Um, and when you when you leave our shores later on, what's what's in store for you when you get back? Do you know yet, or is it just you playing it as it comes? Um, actually, been, I was work, been working on the last few days. Um, hopefully, hockey, either either um, senior hockey in Canada or something in uh, in England or in Germany. Okay. Um, but if not, I don't know. Don't know. You're working out later. Yeah. Um, get back to the start of the season though. You've uh, you've come down here and you've tried out, and uh, and then all of a sudden it was preseason. How'd you find that process of coming down here? You know, having to sort of try it for a team, and then how'd you find when you, when you what were your expectations of hockey in Australia? Because you wouldn't have probably thought as a Canadian that it'd be any good down here or be any kind of professional. But how'd you find the setup down here in terms of what you thought it would be? Uh, 
Jaffer as well. I mean, he's, he's someone that when I was sort of one of the boys, they always talk about you know motivation and uh, in his ins- inspirational qualities. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd say that's definitely a strong suit as a coach. Um, oh, there's a good story. What the heck was it? Um, this was a couple weeks ago. Jeez, um, who were we playing? Oh, we were playing Newcastle, I think, and. Um, Jeff, and which was probably, we won that, and it was the biggest game of our season, and the biggest win, and you know, it was just it's huge. Yep. And, and the speech before was, was uncharacteristically short, and it was, um, it was sort of a Rocky reference. <laughs> yeah. That these were the, the big dogs, and we were in the, it gets going to third period, we were in the 12th round, and we had them on the ropes, and no one thought we could do it, but we are going to do it. And both me and Keith just kind of got chilled. <laughs> And it's and you know it works and yeah that's that's definitely his strong suit. I think Brad's more of a technical guy. Even Mark Fourth steps into that technical stuff, but Josh or sorry, Jeff just kind of lights that fire. So a bit of a uh, bit of Greg Garvey, just innocent guy, bit of an enigma, bit of a just a uh, bit of a bit of a great guy, but that's okay. We'll uh, find out more about him in the game book in uh, a week and a half's time against the Ice Dogs. But uh, yeah, good to have a bit of chat with Greg. Just a nice guy. Um, uh, before we go into the actual league update itself with some scores around the ground style, uh, a, a league record was broken on the weekend. And you guys for that? Brad Smolders, speaking of him, uh, he did mention in his ad before, obviously. Um, very crisp, that ad, very crisp. Yeah, uh, 70 points now for the uh, AIHL, which is a record. And uh, previously held by Brad Wanchalak. Wanchalak? Uh, yep, 69 points he had. So, yeah. So and- now Brad Smolders goes down in history. Yeah. It's the best, this is the best ever personal season by a player in this league. And if you know anyone called Brad that plays ice hockey, tell him, tell him to, Brad, to join because well, obviously well, he's a uh, Former superstar now, just encourage him to have a nice Brad Vigon. He was a superstar. So Brad's in this league obviously do some very nice work. Yep. But yeah, so congrats. 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 And now Brad Smolders. So congrats to Brad Smolders hmm. um, for doing some very, very good work. Yep. Uh, I think he's an Ontario native. Just doing some... This does some very nice work. Hence his, uh, his accent before. It, exactly. Mm. Which I thought was spot on. Mm. Spot on. Because it was you. Well, that was him. So yeah, anyway, anyway. Um, big clash on the weekend that you were there uh, on the Saturday. Um, this is Newcastle North Stars. And North Stars back to winning ways. At home. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Five to three. Not much to sort of talk about, really, that, you know, North Stars by two goals. Big second period. Newcastle opened up the game there with four goals. Uh... Scored on the power play as well. Um, but he, I mean, the, the main man was my man, Lafon. Yeah, he, he got a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He got a hat trick, so hat to the ready. 
and then your favourite D-man, the Chris Prong of the league, John Harbison. got three points as well. So big man stepping up. Also, uh, Matt Ezzy is unbelievable. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Um, he had a great game. He had 900%. He killed it. So that was yeah. the big game of the weekend. Other uh, results, I guess we should mention. Uh, big clash. Bottom table clash between the Knights and the Bears. Yep. Uh, Knights 6, Bears 4. How did you see it? Didn't care. Oh, high scoring affair. It, was, it would have been good to it was watch. interesting. Did you like it? Uh, since it, it didn't uh, affect the uh, final series, but probably would have been very entertaining nonetheless. No. Well, no doubt. I like and the enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the Bears yeah. decided they had had enough hockey for the weekend. They went to, to Adelaide. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Mm, pardon me. They went back home to uh, to, uh, to To Penrith, verse the adrenaline. To verse uh, Adelaide. And Adelaide just touched them up. 7-3. Touched them up in a big way. You know, sort of got themselves involved in a massive way and uh, yeah 7-3 so Adelaide on the march mm. on the march for second spot so I think Jeff is on the money I think it's going to be Adelaide Melbourne semi-final on the Saturday to win it to take off up in Newcastle so mm. and we have been Adelaide we have we have it's very encouraging mm. like it's overly encouraging um, we just want to mention of course that uh, as we mentioned just a minute ago that Brad Smolders now has uh, got the record amount of a lead. 70 points my bad that's alright um, Matt Watkins is now fourth on the leading scorers list, but Matt Smolders, as we mentioned, is uh, killing up with 70 points. Lafonye in second with 53 points. Uh, these guys are just freaks. Uh, and then we'll just mention standings before we go into your beautiful segment. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, standings, uh, of course, it's still Newcastle first, but it's not interesting. Uh, for many weeks, we've mentioned the standings for no rule. Apparent reason, but now it's interesting. North Stars, 22 games played. We've got 49 points. Melbourne Ice have played a game less and are 7 points in arrears. They cannot finish first, I wouldn't imagine. They can finish second, though. The thing is, though, Gold Coast have played 22 games and on 41 points. So that's really kind of close. And this, this is why this week is important, because Melbourne Ice played the Gold Coast this week, and it's two games. So the winner of, that, of this weekend will finish second, probably. Although, Adelaide, 20 games played on 39 points. So, second, third, and fourth really up for grabs. And I can't stress how important this weekend is in the Gold Coast when it's second versus third and they played two games. So, well, no more. Just, uh, just for the layman's people that I don't understand the finals uh, system, Lee. So, yes. if you've finished uh, first, who do you play in the finals? Well, if, if, well Newcastle finish will finish first and they'll play fourth okay. so if you want to avoid Newcastle on the first day you want to finish a second or third um, so there's the, it's three teams there Melbourne the Gold Coast and Adelaide who are currently second third and fourth who really want to finish in second and third position so as it speaks right now Adelaide's in fourth they'll play Newcastle first day and they want to avoid that looks like we'll play Adelaide yes well the, 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 the theory is providing Melbourne has a group again this weekend in the Gold Coast the Gold Coast finish fourth but if the ice slip up, they'll find themselves in fourth the door. and play in the Newcastle on the first day, which is to be invited. So, yeah. interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, listen to this next week and we'll see how we go next week. Now, that's the league update. Before your wonderful segment, which we'll finish on, Olympic series, the Czechs. Always powerful, the Czechs. Uh, we'll race through this quickly, but um, some good names here. Yami Yaga, remember him? Yeah, he's still he's still playing around. Now. He's killing it. Mm. Uh, Robbie Lang, his best mate. He's uh yeah, he does very well on Yaga's line. And Patrick Eliash, it's a good first line. Mm. Uh, you've got names like Marty Havlat, David Krejci, superstar now, David Krejci. 
Oh, that's Hemsky. Uh, sold two lines there. Vinnie, Vinnie Prospel, just been bought out, but still doesn't play. You'll get a team, right? You'll get a team. Uh, Thomas Bukanic, solid. Michael Froelich. Now, this guy is a bit of a young guy, but had a tremendous season last year. Yeah, Kings, huh? Oh, no, sorry. Florida. Uh, Florida Panthers, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, Milan Mahalik. Uh, he's solid for San Jose. Yuri Hoodler. Yeah, now, trader. Now, right. And then Martin Hansel, because Martin Hansel's not bad two ways. So if you want to send someone out to be in, a bit of a negator, Martin Hansel's pretty good. Cora, Voracek and Erat are all sitting out. Cody League, no. Milan Hiduk, these yeah. are names that are, that, are still, that are sitting out. So there's still, there's still plenty of talent there on the back end. Not that strong, but Thomas Cavalier, Philip Kuba, Yaroslav Spacek, Mark, Mark Zidlicki. It's a very old back end. Roman Havelik, Pavel Kabina. a young player. Well, I reckon a guy I didn't put in but should get in is uh, Milan's younger brother, uh, Zibanek Mahalik. Uh, he's been very slow for Phoenix. Uh, going both ways, so it's not easy to be sold in a team like that. No, so, and yeah. then um, and then to round off a, a, a solid first team, uh, Thomas Fokun in net, who's hands bought. down the winner after Oleg Pavalek, which is a bit and of then flop. and then Merrick Schwartz. So uh, Thomas Fokun in net, uh, old but decent D, and then some superstars like Eliash and Havlat and Yager and Lang. Uh, they're going to be okay in the checks. They might they might get a medal. They might get a medal. But they'll, uh, they'll annoy enough, that's, uh, that's for certain. So that's, that's the checks as we continue the Olympic series. Next week, a bit of a boring one. We'll get it up and done with next week, the Slovakians. Yeah, you really should join those two teams back together. Well, well, I shouldn't. Damn liberating countries. I know. So, um, yeah, next week it's basically Gabrick and Host. That's about it. But anyway, yep. that's, anyway that's for next yeah, week. Um, and then, of course, we finish with the Russians, who I've done in advance. And it's a little bit special. No. The Russians are a little bit special. It's glittering over there. It's, it is glittering, yeah. the Russians. So, uh, yes, yeah, so that's a big right. series. We'll moving on. Moving on. Now, you've got um, some research. Uh, yeah, I've got some uh, got some market research, what's it called? Oh, uh, consumer research. advice. Yeah, consumer advice. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how to get to Newcastle for the finals and I gave you all kinds of transportation oh, options, i.e. train, coach, well, it's, uh, aeroplane. It's good getting there, but uh, what do you do when you get there? It's good questions you ask. You've done you've done some research and uh, off you shoot. I've done some actual serious research for once. Uh, if you feel like you've got a bit of money to spend up there. Uh, so which... this, is, this, is, this, is the, this is the first class way. If you've got a couple of ways, this is the first class. First class practical way. Go a bit of quiche made to throw around. So, so you're, you're not doing. like constantly hovering on a holo- hovercraft or exactly. something elaborately crazy. Um, if you're not doing that, you can go to Warners at the Bay, which is a very proximitable uh, place to the ring. Proximitable? Is that what you mean? Proximitable? Anyway, it's pretty close. Everyone knows what we mean. Yeah. Is that even a word? Yeah, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a place oh, nearby. Yeah, yeah. nearby. Of course it is, because it's in close proximity. Anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> obviously, um, it's 800 metres on the rink. That's why, because I checked. Um, oh, so, this is, so this is really, like, close proximity. Very <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, yeah, queens go for uh, 130 bucks, kings 140 and then Spa Deluxe, if you want to go a bit crazy, for $160. This is, this is between share. Yep, per night. So, uh, oh, what are you getting? Uh, you get a full hot breakfast. Love you hot get, breakfast. Uh, you get, oh, yeah, of course you do. Um, Who does it? They've got 10 thing bowling there as well, apparently. They've got a lot of good services there. I don't know. Yeah, so basically... This, I don't know heaps about it, but it looks very nice. So basically, if you, you, once you get to Newcastle, this is the place to stay if you've got a little bit of cash over around. And it's I reckon. Like, well, 140 a night for a king twin share. Take the bride along, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's less than a K 
from the ring. So, uh, yeah, very profitable. Uh, alternatives, uh, apart from a tent. So, so, <laughs> so basically, this is bringing down the price rate a little bit if you want to be a bit more frugal yeah, well, with if, your expenditure. Yeah. Well, if um, if you don't feel like buying a tent and sitting there with yeah. your stream, um, <laughs> you, can, you can actually stay at a hostel in Newcastle City itself. Uh, yep. Prices. Prices go between $28 and $32. That's not bad for, you know, something. If you just want to go there for a bit of fun, that's that not bad. That does entail a four-share male and female suite, though. Which, oh. it does come to compromise. Well, uh, but um, I think they do do... Um, depends on it depends if you've got an open mind or not. If you've got an open mind, <laughs> you never know. They do do, a, <laughs> they do, do single uh, and double bed uh, packages. Are a little bit uh, more expensive. Anyway. And, and, and how's that for sort of facilities and amenities and that sort of stuff? Uh, well, yeah. Funny you mentioned that, Lee. Well, <laughs> you, you get um, you some inside access, some uh, guest kitchen. There's a bar there as well. Uh, they run complimentary STD seminars. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> a common room and linen is also included. So that, that, that's for the more sort of, uh, not backpacker style, but a little bit cheaper than, you know, <laughs> more of the bay kind of place. So yeah, um, yeah, obviously uh, STD is a problem. <laughs> wow. But, uh, no, no, no. Uh, backpackers yeah. are a great little uh, accommodation option, uh, especially for the <laughs> cheap-minded. So that's the quick weekend up at the Newcastle yeah. for the finals. Uh, yeah, places to stay that you recommend in your extensive search of accommodation for Newcastle? Uh, no. <laughs> well, what, what, what tips of how about getting around the place? Because that's important. When you get there, see, I'll, I'll tell you how to get there by train or by coach, but when you get to Newcastle, how do you get about the place? Well, providing you didn't drive, um, options from uh, the airport, so to speak, uh, is a well, it's 15 k's from the actual rink, so that's a 35, $40 cab ride. Okay. You're going to pay for it a little bit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, if you are staying but in... If, you, um, but if, you take, if you've got someone else with that, you can always go Harvey's, you know. Exactly, so it does cut, cut it a bit. Yeah. Um, but if you are staying in uh, actual Newcastle itself with a hostel, which is... Downtown actual, Newcastle. Yep, that will cost you 35 $40 every time, so... That's why you may want to take the bus. Take the bus. Buses are always fine. Uh, we did have some sort of rundown. You can take like the 310 bus to Charleston from Newcastle Beach. I'm assuming that's a very uh, um, yep. famous place you can go from. Uh, and then take the 313 to Warners Bay, which and and that goes right past the rink. It does. So, yeah, so, so the, the rink has its own bus stop. So we, the bus stop that option because the bus actually gets you direct from down to Newcastle. Buy a couple of little changes now instead to of, the rent. Yeah, instead of paying 35 40 bucks, you're paying $9.50 so, for, that, for that bus ticket. Also, yep. that does take an hour and a half. So if you've got, you know, no time restraints, you don't really care, the bus has probably got, got some cash. Bus option. So what you've done there is you've done some research on accommodation for, like, first class and a little more cheap. Oh. And then same for transportation But as well. we do have a dirt cheat option, Lee. But, uh, yeah. Apart from, like, stealing a horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can you can just buy yourself a canoe, you know. If you're in the canoe market, well, how much, you feel like how you much want a canoe. Can, how much do canoes retail for? You know, well, you search that. Well, uh, if you're planning to go to the semi-finals and finals, because of course we'll make the finals. Yeah. Hopefully it's less than uh, seventy dollars. <laughs> I don't know. They're in return, so that would cost one hundred and forty dollars. So you, how, how much is it going to re- retail for? Hopefully less than one hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> so what you done? So, but, so I think what we've got there is Newcastle covered nicely. Mm. We know where to stay now. Warns the bay, just a nice sort of deluxe kind of accommodation, or other end, other extreme. The uh, what is it? The Newcastle? What's it called? Uh, oh, there's a couple of hostels down there, but the one we did look at was the. Newcastle Hostel, I don't know. Oh, it was good enough, or something like that. It did look very nice. So there's only, only three or four there in the actual city itself. Yep, so and, that, and that's a little bit cheaper in, in your price range. And you sort of mentioned sort of taxi fares and bus routes, yeah. routes. Routes or routes? Oh, yeah, sure. either way. 
Either way. Depends where you're from. Exactly. Um, um, so that, that's Newcastle sort of summed up. I think now what we've done for the listeners is who's the crap out of them. No, no, provide, <laughs> provide, you know, consumer advice, uh, a service. Or the crap out of them. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> we've, 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 we've provided. So they've, they've gone ahead and they've discussed their transportation issues, i.e., train, coach, that's been booked. Now they need to start looking at accommodation and, and, and bus practicality. And bus fares. So I think we've done pretty well there. Mm. Um, you do realise that um, so it is a 15 kilometres from... Yeah, it's not Newcastle actually in Newcastle. It's a bit outside Newcastle. Very similar so. to what Oakley is to Melbourne. So Pretty true. Pretty true. So I think what we've done now, now is they can combine this sort of information with the, the order form to buy their tickets and they can go ahead and now have a Rupert trip in Newcastle. So mm, yeah. we've done pretty well there. I think on that very... Cheery note, thanks to our sponsors for today's segment three, Live Aviation. Oh, it was kind of a solution. Yeah, thanks to them. A great little idea. Thanks, thanks to them. And thanks to our friend Paulus for tipping in. Yeah. Uh, that's been segment three, full of mirth and... No. Full of mirth and jocularity. We'll now go to a final break and come back and sign off for this week. Massive standings, importance this one. Uh, Gold Coast, good side, good side. Um, get to see the AI Howell record-breaking man. Uh, also, get exactly. Brad Smolders at home is hard to beat, so it's going to be interesting to see how we go. Also, get a very tense um, atmosphere with the whole finals thing coming to a close. Exactly, so, it's, yeah. it's 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 the business end of the season. It's a pointy end. So, double header against Gold this weekend. Massive weekend. For the boys to go over there and get a result. Is it a Saturday or Sunday game, right? It's both. Double header. Of course. They uh, need to uh, get a result because if they don't, they'll find themselves looking at third or fourth. And they get fourth if they Newcastle first week, a uh, first uh, first down of the finals. So mm-hmm. it's massive importance against the Gold Coast. I'm picking two wins, though. On that, though, I think the boys, even with Nathan the, uh, Nathan the case missing, We'll, uh, we'll step up, and uh, I can see big games for Tommy Powell and Matt Watkins, and I'm pretty sure, despite Brad Smolders and his record-breaking season, the Melbourne Ice can get up and about and get a good result and stay in second. And just to be different, I'm going to go a win and a tie. Win and a tie. Shootout. Yeah, why not? If, if you get that, that uh, prediction, that'd be amazing, but you never know. You never know. It's very plausible. Uh no one else have gone to shootouts yeah. three times this year. The Gold Coast have gone four. No one gone to shootouts more than Gold Coast, so it's a good prediction. Anyway, that's been us for this week. We've been well, excellent, tremendous, something like that. Oh, I'm not sure if I can take my ego out of here. Exactly. Yeah. You know, our heads are now massive and swollen. We'll uh, go away now uh, over the next week and uh, try and deflate them. And we'll bid you with a... a it won't be very, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll bid you goodbye. We'll wish you the answer for the weekend. watching me that's just the money could be shared with that